0: The challenges and the failures that you face in life are not obstacles to your faith. In fact, they can be just the opposite. They can be stepping stones to greater faith. On the stormy Sea of Galilee one night, Jesus taught Peter a lesson in faith from his own failure. Welcome to the Wisdom Journey. Stephen Davey continues through the Gospels today. He's come to this famous miracle involving Peter and called this lesson, When Peter Walked on Water.
1: I'm convinced that the most important lessons in life are are rarely learned in a classroom. They're usually learned in the laboratory of life, In fact, growing up in the Christian life usually takes place during unexpected challenges that, that come our way. Well, here, following the miraculous feeding of the multitude, Mark chapter 6 now gives us the details of what took place next. Here in verse 45, we're told, "...immediately he made his disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side." to Bethsaida while he dismissed the crowd, and after he had taken leave of them, he went up on the mountain to pray. When a Jesus just fed 5,000-plus uh, women and children and Bethsaida, so you need to understand that Jesus is actually sending them to another Bethsaida, another town called that, by that name we know historically. It was on the northwest shore of the Sea of Galilee. It was a little suburb of Capernaum. Matthew's gospel tells us what happened back here in chapter 14 and verse 23. Jesus went up on the mountain by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone. But the boat by this time was a long way from the land, beaten by the waves. In other words, you have this surprise storm taking place. In fact, Mark's gospel says here in verse 48 of chapter 6, they were making headway painfully, for the wind was against them. Mark also tells us that from his little private prayer spot, Jesus can actually see the disciples struggling out there against the wind and the waves. Now, if we go back to Matthew chapter 14, we're told in verse 25, in the fourth watch of the night, that's about 4 a.m., he came to them walking on the sea. But when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified and said, it is a ghost. And they cried out Jesus immediately reached out his hand, took hold of him, saying to him, Oh, you have little faith, why did you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased. And those in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. Now, most people seem to focus on the fact that Peter, you know, walked on the water only briefly before he began to sink. Well, let me tell you, he's the only disciple who got out of the boat. The others are hanging on to their life jackets for dear life, but still, Peter here starts out well, but ultimately fails this this little test of faith. I, I want you to keep in mind that Peter is failing in familiar territory. He knows the Sea of Galilee. In fact, he probably was a, a wonderful uh, a swimmer. And the Lord is the Lord has taken him to a place where where this experienced fisherman has the greatest confidence. Have you ever thought about the fact that our biggest failures can occur in areas where we we thought we had it all together? Well, secondly, Peter is failing here after extensive training. Now, for two years, he's witnessed miracles. Uh, Peter and the other disciples have, have even performed miracles themselves in their ministry efforts. And, and for two years, Peter has been trained by the master, trainer, discipler himself. Let me tell you, beloved, you never reach a point where you're beyond the possibility of failing in your walk of faith. Let me bring this out thirdly here. Peter is failing while in the process of obeying. Think about it. Here he is. He's right in the middle of God's will. He's obeying Jesus' invitation to come walk out there on the water to him, and only then— while then he's obeying, he's filled with, with fear, faithless fear. You see, it's obvious the Lord wants to teach Peter and, and those other disciples and you and me some unforgettable lessons. One lesson would be that obedience to Christ doesn't smooth out every problem in life. In fact, there are going to be times in your life when you're going to trust Christ more deeply, and it's usually going to happen when you're in the middle of a storm, these men will never forget the sight of Jesus walking on the water in the middle of this storm. So keep in mind, the presence of Jesus didn't eliminate that storm. He was with him in the middle of it, but he wanted Peter to walk out there and join him right there in the middle of that storm. With that comes another lesson here, and, and, and that's this. The Lord doesn't guarantee the absence of storms, but he guarantees his presence in the midst of them. And let me give you a third lesson. This strikes me here from Peter's failure. Here it is. Deep waters are never intended to drown us, but to develop us. See, the truth is Jesus rarely develops your faith, beloved. Uh, during days of sunshine and clear skies and all the bills are paid no it's it's when things grow unsettled it's it's when things get stormy for you out out there in the laboratory of life it's during those times that you can expect deep lessons you know why deep lessons come to us from deep water experiences here's another lesson that offers some good news When you fail a test of faith, the Lord doesn't kick you out of school. Jesus didn't make Peter swim to shore. He pulled him up and took him back to the boat. And that leads me to one final lesson. It's possible to fail without becoming a failure. See, the question is this. Are you willing to stay in class? As humbling as it might be when you experience some failure, some uh, humiliating experience, some disappointment, perhaps one after another, reminds me of a young black girl who grew up in poverty in Philadelphia. One of her most enjoyable activities was singing in her church choir. All the adults around her in church recognized her uh, unique talent. They began to raise money, and they called it the Marian Anderson's future fun. They raised a hundred and twenty six dollars, mostly in pennies, nickels, and dimes, and with that she began taking voice lessons, and finally, when she was eighteen, she had an audition with a with a famous instructor, but she was rejected. Her friends and supporters scheduled a live performance, but newspaper critics were unkind. She even went overseas for a concert or two and she was well received there, but back in America, primarily because of her color, she was often ignored and humiliated. For many years, several years in fact, Marion wallowed in self pity, ready to give up, but her mother would often remind her to think about her failures just a little and pray about them a lot. Well, on one occasion, her mother said something Marian never forgot. Marian, you must learn that grace comes before greatness. Well, Marian Anderson stayed with it. She went on to have an amazing career. She would end up singing before kings and queens and United States presidents. She would be awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom. She would be appointed as a delegate to the United Nations. A reporter once asked her, Marion, what was the most incredible moment in your illustrious career? She said, well, that was the day I went home and told my mother she wouldn't have to take in laundry anymore. See, she never forgot those early years of humility, difficulty, one storm after another. You know, if you could ask Peter... Hey, Peter, what was your greatest moment in following Jesus? Was it healing the sick? Was it being one of the closest disciples, that inner circle with the Lord? Was it, was it preaching on the day of Pentecost as the New Testament church was created with 3,000 people believing your message? Was it walking on the water? You know, I think, I think Peter would just say his greatest moment was when the Lord pulled him up out of that water and they walked back together and got back into that boat. That moment when Peter was humiliated, that moment when he'd failed, that moment when he chose not to give up, not to abandon ship. And you know, as an older man, Peter will write these words, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God so that at the proper time, he may exalt you. You know, that's another way of saying that humility comes before honor, that grace comes before greatness. So even, even when you fail, follow on, keep going, keep learning as you learn just a little bit more what it means to live a life of faith. Well, until next time, beloved, may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen.
0: That was Stephen Davey, and you're listening to The Wisdom Journey. The lesson you just heard is entitled, When Peter Walked on Water. If you haven't seen it, I encourage you to install the Wisdom International app to your phone or tablet. Once you do, you can take this Bible teaching ministry wherever you go. You'll find the Wisdom International app in the App Store for your device. Join us next time to continue the wisdom journey.